Welcome to the first part of my conversation with Galactic Ashley about light language. We talk about where it comes from, what is it, what good does it do for you. We also talk a bit about her next guided galactic intensive, Meet the Galactics. My affiliate link for that is in the description box. I've taken her light language intensive and I highly recommend Galactic Ashley as an instructor, as someone to guide you through a a new portal of healing. Stay tuned. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins, and this is my podcast in which I talk about metaphysical topics that are catching my attention. You can find me on the web at bluelightninghealing.com. You can contact me at Susie at bluelightninghealing.com. Please like, comment, subscribe, favorite, hit the support button, share with your friends, share the love. Thanks. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. Today I've got Galactic Ashley from, well, I don't, that's your business is Galactic Ashley, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm Galactic Ashley from Galactic Ashley. That, that was so smooth. It was. It's okay. We're going to talk about light language today. Galactic Ashley held a class recently, and I'm sure I will ask her and make a note about when the next class is. I know you've got a Galactic Beings class coming up, and then you know I want to give people an idea of when another light language could possibly happen. But I must say, I learned so much in that class, not only about opening up to light language, I learned what it is and how I can use it. And as I was telling Galactic Ashley in the, in the pre-show, that I've incorporated it into my practice with my clients and I find that it's deep healing for me and the clients come out of it going, wow, that, that's cool. So I've got some blockages to, to recover from on that, but that's not what this is about. This is about Galactic Ashley telling us about light language. Hey, Galactic <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> how are you doing? Tell us all about you. I am great. I'm going to also introduce Mahana, who is here. I know that nobody can see her, but she is a fawn-colored Boston Terrier who you will most likely be hearing in the background. And she is basically my channeling partner in this lifetime as well as other lifetimes. So we got to incarnate again. So I guess to start off with, I am Galactic Ashley. <laughs> I channel divine guidance for star seeds, connecting them to their star families and galactic lineages. I use light language frequencies and work with your cosmic connections to facilitate high frequency healing transmissions and encoded activations. I also, as Susie just mentioned, I hold a 10 week courses that are called Galactic Guided Intensives. And every year I will uh, always have, at least in this moment, <laughs> um, a light language course as well as a channeling course. And then the other two, um, I will they will be guided in what sort of needs to happen. So as Susie just mentioned, I was blessed to have her be a, a member and a part of the last light language group. And so mm, the next one won't be until uh, 2022. But the next course that I have that is coming up for anybody that wants 
to know anything or is interested in looking into your to see which star nations you resonate with or if you're curious about the cosmic realm in any way and how you are connected to it it is called meet the galactics and so i'm really excited about it mostly because so many different star nations have already been coming through and identifying themselves and bringing in amazing ascension guidance codes and frequencies that are really going to bring in a lot of information for the people that are in the group so if you want to come find out which star nation you resonate with the most um, and experience channel transmissions sound light language and sacred geometries then come check it out and it will be awesome a lot of the messages that have been coming through in general is really based on shifting from an earth-centric point of view and being able to stand and to hold the space and to remember that we are part of the cosmic community. By doing this, we can actually see ourselves as more and beyond than our current perception of our very like day-to-day task-to-task sort of lives and to sort of see the larger picture and so a lot of the messages are for me at least is to uh, make space and to bring information in so that people will be able to connect and embody their star seed or their galactic consciousness because through that you will begin to remember other lifetimes, other spaces, and really begin to see yourself and those around you in a very different way. It adds multiple layers of perception, which can make being embodied on this planet feel less dense because you can see the multiple layers of the why. And I, for me, personally find that um, helpful. And this course specifically is going to be focused on that and also remembering your galactic history and heritage and in remembering and being aware of Earth's history. Because even if you identify with Earth as your home star, um, everyone here that is physically embodied is running programs based on a history. So... (laughs) Um, it starts, sorry, I'm going off on a <laughs> And obviously not, making you laugh is not my subtle note that says when. <laughs> it starts on July 21st. Yes, July 21st. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, it was during this light language class that I reconnected with my star family. And it turns out I had been channeling them for a few years. I'm like, well, y'all never told me that. So it's. I don't know if you told me that. You holding Oh, out? did I not? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I thought I had. But okay. Well, no, there was, I think it was one of the exercises. In the course of the class, we learned you took us very gently through it. It's not like you threw us into this arena and said, sing. No, we went through and we centered ourselves and we found out our our light language writing. And that fascinated me to see that it was so different from each person. And that was a challenge for me is to go, I want to write like that. It's like, no, that's not my handwriting. And then as we were talking, we went through and we started connecting with the different star families that were available. And it was the Amahi that I had been channeling. Uh, I They were introduced to me when I was working with another friend of mine, Julie Jameson. And they said, no, we're 
we're your family. It's like, oh, oh, cool. Okay, I'm sorry I haven't called. (laughs) (laughs) And then from there we went to, what was it, hand and then voice? No, voice, then hand work, and then the whole body. It seems to me like with the dancing that I love to do, I had been doing that sort of light language sort of in during the course of that. So that class really opened up a whole lot. It's not only helped me feel more comfortable physically, but it's also I feel deepened my connection with just with the healing energy that I use. Let's jump back and look at origins. There, light language isn't all star family, is it? Um, No. Okay, so first, this, okay, so light language we experience as a language in this realm as something that is verbal. In the other modalities, which include moving your hands or dancing or moving your body or uh, written. But truly, light language is, is sacred geometric frequencies expressed through vibration so depending on the vibration that is needed or the way that you are wired or the current dimension and density that you are currently experiencing light language will shift and change so it's similar to the music of the spheres is a code is a language would be a light language it's a a creation a source living field of energy language that is a sound but we don't necessarily hear it in a human body as a sound so the origin of it is that it is sources language but your origin of it would be as we are all connected to source or the infinite creator the one what however you want to talk about that with your is that you are so your light language would be a compilation and like it all every single a lifetime and experience that you have had enters into your field of light and is your light language now I guess the separation point would be that the this would be the healed parts of you you would be accessing your light language as all of the aspects that have integrated into the soul so when you heal your past lifetimes and they go and they reintegrate with your oversoul or your we'll just use oversoul your soul soul not this fragment of your soul then you would have access to use that because we don't want to be necessarily healing another person (laughs) with an unhealed frequency right this is why we set intention it doesn't mean though that you can't connect to another being and channel that being's light language if that is within you to do and it doesn't mean that you can't hear somebody else's like interdimensionally or multidimensionally it doesn't mean you can't hear their light language right but when you are connecting to your light language uh, specifically in the terms of healing it would be that now i say that and then the same time because everything i'm going to say is going to contradict the other thing (laughs) you can also have experiences where you are essentially channeling past parallel future past aspect of your life that needs healing and or needs some kind of uh being brought into the light so depending on who you are like you can channel that person or being or whatever and experience that emotion and that memory but through that process that in and of itself is a healing reintegration and so that that 
that can happen. Does that make sense? That last part. <laughs> so you wouldn't like that wouldn't be a, that would be a frequency that would come through you because it's a part of you. So you would be channeling that aspect's language that they spoke in that lifetime, which could be galactic, which could be a future okay. Earth or a past Earth, most likely a, a past ancient time because it needs to be remembered, witnessed, and healed. In that experience, you can simultaneously bring up this part of you that needs healing and needs to be witnessed through the light language of that aspect of yourself, which also is healing, but that is very specific to you in that moment. But okay. then that language is now in your, uh, you could call it your light language lexicon. <laughs> For when you are healing, then that aspect can come and then that language is now in your light language book so to speak. Okay. Yeah. What I noticed is that even as I channel my light language and then listening to other class participants, sometimes their language would change. And I know, I understand that from person to person, their light language will not all sound the same way. They all have different origins. So I get that. So if I'm understanding right, as parts of myself are healed, that language, hello, Mahana, that language is integrated and it becomes part of what I do. It yeah, becomes it becomes part, part of, of your light language. language. Mm -hmm. okay. Because okay. Your light language, it's like a, it's a living field of energy, right? It's continually growing literally with every breath, thought and newfound awareness. So as you work with it, you become this sonic vibration of love and light. And the more that you expand, the more that it expands. Okay. And But it's also bringing in, it is a form of channeling. So yeah. it's also bringing in, but it's a safe form of channeling. If, I mean, you know, I think it's all safe, right? But I understand that <laughs> there is fear around channeling, which is fine. Uh, in the, the light language, it is a form of channeling and you're bringing it through you. So it is going to be a high vibrational energy. And anytime we were bringing in a higher vibrational energy, it will knock up stuff to be healed. But at the yeah. same time, it also has the ability to heal that which gets knocked up. So if you think of it like, oh, I'm this wonderful light worker. I've done so much shadow healing. It's like, woohoo. But everybody, like we have this barrel of water, right? Let's just say we're all a barrel of water and there could be some sediment at the bottom, right? So this is oftentimes one, sometimes why we experience sort of these chaotic situations in our life because things are going around. The water looks clear until you shake the barrel, then that sediment comes up and then there's shadowy stuff in there. And then you're like, oh, I got to clean that out. So, you know, ideally it's good when it floats to the top and you just use your magic light language skimmer. <laughs> You can skim some of this stuff up and then go plant it in your garden because you don't right. need that. But some energy can benefit from that. So that's one of the things that I love about light language and why I think it's one of our most powerful healing tools because it carries within it the ability for us to bring the light to the shadow and it holds the vibration that will heal that shadow by bringing it light. Okay. You're like knocking questions off left and right. So the purpose of light language is to heal, but also the benefits of it to heal. It's, is it possible for light language to be, to not be appropriate in a healing situation? I do not believe so because, and so here's, um, we, just to be clear, when, when I, and when we are talking about light language, 
it has the intention with it, which is love, light, source, high vibrational energy that is you, that you can connect to, etc., etc. But there are languages that can come through other beings that are not beneficial. So the only way that you would bring something in that was not beneficial is that if you were connected to a non-beneficial energy that was outside of you, and we're having one of those experiences. But light language is always meant to heal, and those frequencies will align with that person or they won't. So that person won't take in what doesn't make sense to them. And the beautiful thing is, is that light language speaks directly to the heart and bypasses the mind, and that is why it works. And it also is working with every single layer of your body, right? So every subtle layer all the way to the physical and to the cellular level. So one of those frequencies that you're bringing through is going to help one layer or part of your body <laughs> in some way or another. And it doesn't mean that people could, could still have some kind of, I don't want to say a visceral reaction, but they might, they might not like it because in that moment, their ego, their person, their I am whatever is like, I don't want to open right now. I don't want to heal. Yeah. And I'm sure those of you that work with people, when they're not ready, they close down or they project back at you stuff yeah yeah <laughs> like I, I, I don't want to be here you're stupid or whatever <laughs> and it's just about where they are in that moment and then and then that's okay and so it with any meditation with any channeling uh, with anybody that you are ever sitting in front of that is channeling you always can say in you know your mind or whatever your energy system that it doesn't have to be light language everything is an energetic transmission there's no there's almost I don't want to say there's no difference between somebody that is channeling in front of you in English that you're just watching on TV or somebody that you're trying to tune into to receive light language from what's beautiful about that is that I think I hope and helps people realize that everything is an energetic transmission your TV, your environment, whatever you are listening to and whatever has sound is transmitting energy to you, even if you can't hear that sound because it's in a frequency that is not perceptible to your ears. Well, yeah, even looking at light waves, you can see that some of the spectrum is not visible. So like infrared mm -hmm. and ultraviolet, those are at either end of the spectrum. And so you can't hear them. When you're talking about sometimes it doesn't resonate. There are no bad things about light language as a healing modality. There are, I have found some people who use light language in a way not in a way, it's their particular light language that doesn't resonate with me. But that's not a reflection on them nor me. It's just No, it's, it's just the same not... as I'm sure you've sat there and maybe watched a channeler and were like, mm, like something just isn't right. And so I always just take it as, um, and this was very early on, I would like see people on YouTube and I, it would just be like nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> and I would like... <laughs> And then I would sometimes be like, they don't even know what they're doing or they're not explaining this. And I get so overly concerned about the audience and the audience awareness. And it's YouTube, right? Like, I guess just use your discernment on YouTube, everybody. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's and in some cases, I'm like, there, that is because everybody, including every channel, is technically susceptible to 
dark, I'm just going to say darker consciousness energy or maybe connecting yeah. to a non-beneficial energy, blah, blah, blah. So that happens sometimes, right? And then the rest of the time, if something doesn't align with you, it could be as something as maybe they're maybe they're channeling uh, primarily Orion frequencies and you align with Lyra and you have some old history of war with each other. And so that is really bringing up a memory for you and it's agitating and you don't want to look at it. But this is so outside of your consciousness, you're not going to realize that. So don't listen to it. Or it's a frequency that does not serve you in that moment, but it's serving a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. So let's not take that away from all the other people that it's serving and just right. move it along until you find somebody that, that you know, you sit in front of, you are like, oh, it reminds me of home, right? That's kind of what the goal is. <laughs> or it makes you cry. <laughs> I have friends that are like, oh, after a session, did you make them cry? And I'd be like, yeah, because that, you know, not in like a bad way, like I made them cry, but like, because I'm here to like blast open hearts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had this conversation a couple yeah. of times. It's like, you know, I try to be snarky and say pro tip. If your reader makes you cry, it's a good thing. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not my goal, but those are tears. You've got to <laughs> use discernment. Here's a nice segue using discernment into why these tears are being released or paying attention. You're right. YouTube can, and, and please like, and subscribe on my channel. You've got to use discernment all over the place, not just in, in watching a video clip, but at any time, if it doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't mean that person's bad. It doesn't mean you're a bad thing, but it's just not resonant in this moment. So it's okay to move on. There are so many more opportunities to find resonant energies. Right. And so you keep saying the word discernment. That's funny. We said it like 10 times. Um, and that was one of the next things that I wanted to mention as being a positive, a positive thing about light language, because I don't know if it's really, it's, it's sort of like, um, uh, what on your medication bottles, there's like side effects. How come they never oh. write like the, the, the positive side effects that could happen if you take this medication? You could be totally blissed out, but they don't want to write that. They want to write all the other horrible things because they're not going to get sued if you're really happy from taking it. So this is like another side benefit that can mostly, f I feel like it's happening sort of on a, another layer, right? Because sometimes we get so focused, especially those of you that are like, ascension ascension am i on the right timeline i need to expand i need to heal shadow work right so there's other things <laughs> oh my god so many pom-poms yeah <laughs> <laughs> when is the new earth gonna get here <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god i said i wouldn't go off on it in the rabbit hole but shadow work yeah sorry okay no I need that's to okay uh, no 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 <laughs> Subconscious work, everybody, for real. It's not even joking. Okay, so no. besides that, there are some other benefits that from light language that don't really focus on that. <laughs> One of them is it's so helpful with discernment, right? Because sometimes we get caught up on like the really simple things in, in life. <laughs> and it, it helps to discern a broader understanding, a broader, a, a broader system of understanding. And, and what I mean by that is it helps to facilitate going beyond language, 
and context and definition. Our language that we learn, it's literally memorized. So we're just regurgitating words that we learned when we were young to take the spelling tests or whatever. And then you write the, like you have to memorize words and their meaning and you have to practice using them in sentences to prove that you actually know how to use them, right? And so when we're listening to people, probably all empaths aside, when we're listening to people, we're mostly focused on language and context, right? But the more that you use and work with light language, even in that moment, you're not using or working with light language, you're listening to somebody speak English, you're actually able to tune into the like the subtext and the energy and the meaning behind the language. So that is a huge benefit, especially if you're somebody that likes to practice or play with translating light language. When you do that, what you're really doing, if you apply that same technique or that same openness or your ability to receive the information that is beyond your mind, you start to really read what's actually being said because 90% of the time in communication, somebody is trying to, and this sounds like evil, but that's this is all happening very subconscious. They're tr- they have an intention in that conversation, which usually is a service to the self. It doesn't really have anything to do with you. So it's like they're placing almost like a thought seed in this context because they want something from you or they want you to do something even if they're asking you a question about you like a lot of times this is communication really isn't always about witnessing (laughs) and listening because if it was we wouldn't have so many problems and we wouldn't have to be right or we wouldn't have to be wrong we would be able to witness what the person is saying so my point is is that the light language can really help you to understand the other language, the vibrational language that's being used behind the mental language. So Does that makes sense. <laughs> I think so. I, I I get hung up. I am still new at the process, but we dedicated a class or two to translating it. And I know for my part, it's not going to be a literal translation or a word for word translation. I'm pretty proud of the way that I'm able to, I'm going to use the word again, discern. I'm pretty comfortable figuring out what the energy of the message is. So getting that general meaning of it, I haven't, I don't think I really have felt compelled to do it word for word because no but I mean that's perfect like that you doing that that is enough and that is plenty and we've we talked about this in the class like whenever this is for anybody that's listening whenever you're listening to light language even if you're somebody that can translate it and just do word for word that is literally only 10% of the translation because the rest of it is is happening so deep and it just doesn't have language that goes with it so accepting that and understanding that is fine but what I'm saying is, is when you train yourself to work with, when you work with, it's not even, you don't have to be conscious of this necessarily, when you're working with light language and these frequencies all the time and, and feeling into them, like you just said, you're letting, you're training yourself. I don't like that word because it sounds like difficult, like to train, right? (laughs) But what's happening, you're going through an entrainment process within your extrasensory perceptions that will trickle down into your everyday living so that you can let go of the brain and the mental body in order to feel behind the words to access the true intent. And by doing that, this actually allows you when we're in this 3D world to make better decisions in the day to day in a normal conversation. That's 
why. So because I I always ask the beings whenever because we're, we're we're like working out here in space and cosmic land and all this stuff and I'm like okay what can this person do today or how can they be today and how can this actually help them with their family with, with their kids and with like existing in the physical body because that is the most challenging part yeah. of day-to-day -day living oh yeah is the physical stuff and the the struggle with all of that is that we have a mind body complex right and then that is where the veil sort of is we could just move beyond that <laughs> oh and sure actually, you know and have the power to use our thoughts and see that everything is a hologram or whatever and it's not as physical as we think it is then then that we could bypass all of this but the point is that light language helps us with removing this veil between our uh, subconscious and conscious and helps us access like our mind and the power of it and all of these things simply by working with it it heals you simply by working with it with other people it heals you but also it helps you in like this is just one example in working with language in general like human language human speak it's not as linear and is very shrouded also. yeah oh yeah light language you know you're talking about only 10 percent of the content that one receives through light language could be translated into to human language and you had talked at the top of the show about codes these light codes i hear like some people work with body codes and cosmic codes are those an integral part of light language i feel that they are because it's going at a frequency level or at the vibrational level that's that you know like we only use 10 percent of our brain so there's that 99 90 of the brain that's not getting used so that feels to me like we're not understanding all of light language with the brain but with the energy we have and our energy sensory abilities we can do that yes <clears throat> yes like you but you wouldn't necessarily be able to put it into our linear 3D language. Right. I, th I think that's an important differentiation to make, linear 3D language. Right. And you might have a knowing and your cellular body might know it, but because we are so, I want to say, fractioned down into this 3D matrix that we are in, we can get things but we're not getting all of it but the beauty of this is is that we don't have to get all of it we can still use it and rem start remembering things and so light language does work with your dna directly right and so our okay. dna is very important to the ascension process and it's kind of fascinating how it all works not that i know how all of it works but when you are using light language because we are water bodies just like the ocean or anything else we are filled with water and so light language and and the power of our own voice is able to shift that water and kind of restructure it so even if you have a that's why a thought that is verbalized has a lot more weight and power than a thought that is internalized it doesn't mean that that internal thought still isn't a thought and by the way each time we have a thought it doesn't disappear right so if you think oh god i hate myself so much and you're thinking all these things those thoughts don't just dissipate they go into the morphogenetic field <laughs> and they become accessible 
by other beings and you're still sending that frequency out so this is why the beings are so intent on pay like if you could only do one thing ever it would just be focus on self-awareness without judging yourself and witness those thoughts and just be like wow i talk to myself like that i would never talk to myself like that because those are sending out frequencies and we're also sending out very similar frequencies that that are buried in our subconscious so we don't have to be aware of them but we're sending them out so at least when we're using light language that light language also accesses our subconscious so it can heal things within our subconscious that we aren't necessarily completely aware of so this i did originally start talking about dna so our dna like it bundles a little bit so it's kind of like when we have a, a torus field and our energy field and i think they've done studies on this is when you are uh, speaking to yourself in negative ways you are having an effect on your dna so it becomes like the bundling the bundling gets all messed up it's like it's not nice and pretty like this little torus field that like comes undone right but when you work with light language it can rebundle that so that your DNA is like happy DNA, right? And it, but I mean, like, it's like literally your DNA is tuned into every thought that you are having in every moment. And on top of that, it also is your Akashic record. It also is your history. It also contains every single experience that you have ever had within it this is how we have oh my shoulder hurts and i don't know why and then you go to susie and she tells you that somebody stabbed you in the left shoulder and it was some old mother wound so you unpack that and that becomes your feminine wound that you're carrying in this lifetime that you are that you need to deal with because you haven't dealt with it so it's like well we're gonna come up from our cellular structure and our dna and you're gonna feel it in your physical bodies so that you do something about it because this needs to be dealt with right now. So that's part one of my conversation with Galactic Ashley. Next week, we're going to pick up on that DNA thread. My affiliate link for her next class is in the description box. Check it out. Until next time, blessings. <laughs>